BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. TJ stopping at the free throw line, lobbing it up for Yoli Childs, who reaches back and hammers it home. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Cleon Wall. I feel like I need to give you a uh, Jim Nance introduction. Like, you know, when he's about ready to introduce the Masters on CBS. Hello, friends. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. Yes, my name is Cleo Wall. I'm back. I haven't done this in a long time, but it is good to be back with you as we get ready for Brigham Young University. Yes, the BYU versus Gonzaga. This isn't golf. This is the biggest game of the year for this BYU basketball team. Number two, Gonzaga, as I mentioned, visiting the Marriott Center. Am I overselling this a little bit? Well, probably but hang in with me. Let me explain why I think this is the biggest game of the season. Number one, the entire nation will be watching. Okay, I get it. Number one, Baylor played uh, number three, uh, Kansas, earlier today. And by the way, Kansas won that game. The sports talking heads will be talking about it because it was a number one team versus a number three team. Great, fine. But most people have moved on from that game and are paying attention to other games now. They, they might be talking about it a little bit, but in reality, they're going to be focusing on other games as the day progresses along. The only other matchup of top 25 teams today is going on right now. Actually, it just got underway uh, between number 14th ranked Oregon and number 24, Arizona. And sure, that game got the main ESPN treatment tonight. I, I get it. These are two Pac-12 teams. They're big name teams. I mean, when you even though Arizona's maybe not having their regular Arizona type season, it, it's still Arizona. They're still a name team. They're going to be on ESPN. But come on now, Let, let's really think about this. Gonzaga, they are still a huge draw. They're the perennial small school monster that everyone likes to track and probably doesn't mind watching them on TV. And they finally matched them up, or at least we finally get to see them matched up with another top 25 team. This hasn't happened since Gonzaga was in the preseason. So it's about time that the Zags play another team from the top 25. And even if basketball junkies aren't watching this game that's going to start off at 8 o'clock, even if they're not going to watch this game from the start, They're surely going to tune in if this game is a close one. Don't be surprised, especially if that Arizona-Oregon game gets out of hand, if a lot of people start switching the channels over and they're going to want to see BYU take on Gonzaga. All right, so that was number one. Number two, well, you want a special season, right? Well, you need to do some special things. Remember Houston BYU fans? Remember that back early in the season? T.J. Hawes hit an amazing shot, an amazing game-winning shot, driving and jumping to his right and then falling what you could say out of bounds after the ball went through the hoop he was mobbed by his his co-players and his former coach Dave Rose other fans it helped to put BYU on the national map with a big win you know what else helped going two and one in Maui that that was nice yes it would have been nice if they would have beat Kansas but it kept BYU in the national spotlight especially since they didn't have Yoli Childs at the time And then beating St. Mary's on another T.J. Haas clutch shot, seven-game winning streak, there's a lot of reasons that this can be a special season. But I feel that BYU still needs a signature win. 
a win that stands above all other wins. They lost to Gonzaga in Spokane. They lost to San Diego State at home. By the way, San Diego State is playing right now, and they are trailing UNLV 45-37 at home, which is kind of amazing as it is. But they lost to San Diego State at home. That game was early in the season. They also lost to number 3 Kansas in Maui, and number 3 Kansas won today. So BYU, I think, is still looking for that one signature win, that one win that they can post and say, that was it. This is what makes us a great team, or you could say a special team. Greg has been tweeting all season long about the Cougars' records, and I mean Greg Rebell, the voice of the Cougars, about BYU's records against different quartile teams. And their worst record is against the top quartile teams, but they've been very good against the rest. But let's be honest, in the end, this game would stand above the rest if they are able to get a win. Everyone would notice, and everyone would look back finally and say, hey, I remember when BYU beat the second-ranked team in the nation. Not only that, this is a rival. That means more. And it's a home game. Something that hasn't happened. BYU has not beat Gonzaga in a while at home. (laughs) Yeah, it would be pretty special. Cougar fans would remember this game for a long time. Yes, BYU fans want to see the Cougars get back in the NCAA tournament. They they may not say, oh, it's not special until they get into the NCAA tournament, maybe even win a game or two. But even if they don't, they will always remember this game if BYU can get a win. All right, the third reason why I think this is the biggest game for BYU this season, it's senior night. It's no accident that ESPN and the WCC and you know, everyone else out there wants to put the Cougars and the Bulldogs at the end of the season. I know BYU still has a game after this, and Gonzaga has two games after this. But there's a reason why they put this game late in the season, because they know this could be a dynamite game. They know that BYU can beat Gonzaga, that Gonzaga probably won't just roll over them, and that the Zags really don't have a lot of marquee opponents in conference, so that's why they put this game at the end of the season. But this end-of-season matchup is even more special because of the seniors. You've got Yoli Childs, who decided to come back after saying he wanted to turn turn pro. He then says, no, I want to go back. Then he has to miss his first nine games of the season, and if that wasn't bad enough, he also had to miss some additional games due to injuries. Then you got senior Jake Toulson, the guy who left BYU, honed his game at at UVU, excuse me, and then made his way back to Provo as a grad transfer. TJ Haas. I'm not sure what else you could say about TJ Haas right now. I mean, he's Mr. Clutch. He's BYU basketball royalty. He really is kind of the guy that brings everything together for this team and really the guy that led BYU to a victory this past Thursday. You've got Dalton Nixon, the heart and hustle of the team. It's really too bad he won't be playing in this game due to injury. You have Zach Selyus, the mustachioed one, and the guy who will do whatever he can to fit in. He was praised by Coach Pope after the last game for going out and playing great defense late in that game against San Francisco. All right, excuse me, Santa Clara. And then you've got Evan Troy and Taylor Mon, the guys who probably get beat up every day in practice, get very little recognition, and yet they keep coming back for more. This is the last time that they will get to play in front, in front of the Marriott Center faithful. Fans will be crazy. Emotions will be high. Respect is on the line. If I was playing in this game, <laughs> I'd be a wreck right now. In fact, I'm almost a wreck just doing pregame right now. If BYU can pull out this victory, these guys will be hailed as legends. That's a lot of pressure to put on them. But while you or I might wilt under that pressure when the lights are the brightest, these guys have done it before. 
it will be just another game for them, right? Nah. If those seniors win tonight, they will remember how they felt when they beat Gonzaga in their final game at the Marriott Center. They could trace this special season back to Houston, Maui, St. Mary's, and also this game. Possibly even a nice NCAA tournament run. Well, have I convinced you yet that this is the biggest game of the season? Well, if I haven't, we could also mention that potential NCAA tournament seeding is on the line, as well as momentum. BYU is on a seven-game winning streak. Zags are on a nice winning streak of their own. Assistant coach Cody Feger talked to Greg Rebell about what's been instrumental during this run. I would say our senior leadership, like TJ's like, I'm not going to lose. Yoli's going, I'm not going to lose. Jake's going, I'm not going to lose. Zach, Celius, I'm not going to lose. You know, Dalton's right there. And we can go down the line of every single guy. Alex Barcelos, I'm not going to let anyone down on this team. So I think that's probably the biggest thing is that everyone's just kind of stepped up. And, you know, these, these seniors are just, man, it's special. How has uh, Dalton's absence you know, hit the team? And, and how can you actually use it? in some way as a positive until he gets back. Yeah, I mean, Dalton was such a great ball mover offensively and screener, roller, runner. You know, he kind of did all the little things, didn't care about getting a shot or anything like that, but he just played so fast and such great pace. And defensively, you know, I mean, obviously what he did, he took charges, did a ton of energy plays down there. Um, But for us, it's kind of like showing our guys, like, all right, Zach, you can do all those things. You can step up and play hard. Gavin, you're coming in. Are you going to do exactly what Dalton did? Not exactly, but you're going to do some great things and just kind of helping helping Gav see kind of see what he can do and how he can play harder and play better and play smarter. Um, same with uh, Yoli. You know, Yoli, you got to step up defensively a little bit and do a couple things that can help us, um, especially at the start of games. We've been starting a little bit slow the last couple. And isn't Dalton a great embodiment? of what really makes teams work. Exactly. Exactly right. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, Coach Pope says it all the time. It's exactly why um, you your team wins is guys like Dalton Nixon. He's a true winner, competitor. He, he helps everyone. Like, his goal is to talk to Gav every single possession, every single play. And same with Colby and Yoli. He, he's like on those three guys nonstop. It's awesome. Back to Thursday for a moment. Uh, you had three guys score 20-plus, which is remarkable in and of itself. TJ led the way w- with 28, and it was all, and it was more than just one guy, but it was almost like by, by the sheer force of TJ's will, you were going to win that game. He did everything for you down the stretch. Yeah, TJ was is unbelievable. He hits big shots, you know, gets his hands on a couple balls, makes the right plays, making the right passes. Um, he just, he just kind of led us down the stretch and – and he had a great feel offensively at the time, when to go, when to kind of pull it back and slow it down. I mean, such a <laughs> thank you, Coach Rose and everybody before us for making sure we had T.J. Haas. There's a phrase, a man in full. He's kind of a player in full right now, isn't he? I mean, he's doing it all. He's doing it all, and and he wants it. You know, he, he wants it. He wants this moment. He, he wants to lead. He wants, man, it's just special to be around him. Okay, speaking of wanting this moment, your next moment is Gonzaga. What a great opportunity. Yeah, it's going to be it's an unbelievable opportunity to come to the Marriott Center. We got all these seniors. We got all these fans, you know, and, you know, it's going to be an emotional night for all those guys, you know. Um, for us as a staff, it's going to be emotional for us, too, just because, you know, we've been with these guys for a long time. And it's going to be it's going to be a great challenge. And, 
the Zags, come on, they're what? They're the best team in the country. Let's be real. They're right there, and what a great team, and what a, what a great things could not have played out really any better for us right now. Not too many teams shoot 50% or better in the kennel. You guys did that in taking a loss there last month. Uh, so beyond the shooting numbers, there are other things that have to happen for you. What's kind of first and foremost uh, to make the result more to your liking uh, Saturday night? For us, it's going to be transition defense and rebounding because they are. I mean, they're really good players, one through ten. They're really good. They're really unselfish. They share the ball. They play for each other, too. So it, for us, it's going to be toughness, rebounding, transition defense, grit. You know, we can put all those things. We're going to have to – they roll on screens like TJ knocked uh, big number 12 Badeko last night on the ground. We need that mm-hmm. all game long. When Petrusev rolls, we need to knock him on his on his butt here. So these guys need to – these guys will be ready to come and play and play for each other. Zags only play seven guys when things are going well, but uh, all seven really excel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one, one through seven, they can all shoot it. They can all score. They can all pass. Petrusev is a monster down low, a monster down low. And this this Killian Tilly, I mean, he is unbelievable. He is an unbelievable player. You think he's, you know, can't, can't uh, with all these injuries and all that stuff, he can't defend. He's the best defender on the team. He's big, strong, athletic. Put up a twenty-two and ten against you guys. Yeah, he's just he's he's incredible. And you know, I actually was with his brother Kim Tilly at Utah yeah. a long time ago. So I've known Killian for a long time. He's an incredible player, and but we got really good players too. You know, and and they play for each other and play hard. So it'll be exciting. Okay. Lastly, uh, all of this is directed toward toward your your goal of of playing some meaningful games in March, and you're really really close. How much is there a sense that we're right there, and how much of the sense is that, you know what, it's still the next game, the next game? and Yeah, the, uh, uh, it's exactly the next game. That, that's that's what it's all about, and that's why our seniors are going to be so focused and ready to go is because we're on a seven-game winning streak right now. The, in league. In league, and, and our guys should be feeling good. You know, they should be feeling good and excited. Yeah, we've had a couple lapses defensively, and offensively the ball is – we slowed down a little bit last night, but I, I just think we missed a couple bunnies. And at the end of the day, you know, these guys, we're not changing anything. It's an, it's another game. It's a huge game. They're all big games. Like this game last night was the biggest game we ever played. Now it goes to the next one. It's the biggest game we ever played. And we've got to play hard and play for each other. Same, same kind of tune we're playing. Cody, thank you for the preview. As always, good talking to you, and best of luck against the Zags. Awesome. Thanks, Rubes. Coach Figure said it will be an emotional night for everyone. So how do you rein in those emotions in the biggest game of the season? That will be a big topic for Cougar Color analyst Mark Durant. This season, BYU basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, that much-anticipated courtside conversation with Mark Durant at the Marriott Center. Cougar pregame live continues in a moment on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Cleon Wall with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Mark, we haven't had a conversation on the radio in a long time. It's good to be back, and it's good to be talking to you. I know you're not going to get misty-eyed by talking to me tonight, but are you Are you getting a little misty-eyed tonight, Mark? It's the last oh. game at the Marriott Center this season. Cleon, you're just the cherry on top, man. They brought you out for the big game. 
you know, Shepard and Bagley can't handle this kind of uh, pressure and anxiety and excitement. They brought in the, the big hitter. <laughs> oh, you're too kind. You're too kind. What, 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 what are your feelings? I mean, last game at the Marriott Center this season, it, it's been magical. Only one loss, and that was to a pretty good San Diego State team. Can you believe it's gone this fast? And is it kind of like, wow, what's going to happen next? I mean, it's kind of a weird feeling right now. Yeah, it's it's weird that this is the last game in this building. Uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like we're just getting started. And, you know, usually by the start of the season, Cleon, I'm like, I'm ready. This is going to be fun. And then it gets close to March. I'm like, I'm ready for this to be over. This is a long <laughs> haul. Let's, let's get to the offseason. But this year... Yeah, I can't. You know, I can't wait for the next game. This team's a fun team, and they're doing some good things. And you know, you're you're looking at good things in the conference tournament, and then hopefully the NCAA tournament. And so, when you've got good things happening and a good future, I mean, that makes it makes it really fun. And every game is important and exciting, and it's a fun team to watch. They shoot the ball so well and play hard and play as a team. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little bit sad, to be honest, that this is the last one here at the Merit Center, but hopefully many, many more games to be played outside this building. Emotions will be high tonight. We talked about that in the last segment. It's senior night. Gonzaga's in town, national TV, everyone watching this game. You and Russell Larson, who usually sits next to you during these games. He's right here. He's right here next to me. Both of you guys have been in huge games as BYU Cougars. How do you play with emotion without getting too emotional? <laughs> it's hard. And then you throw in senior night, and that's always an emotional big game. You want to play well last last time on this floor. And it, you, you, What you have to do is just kind of, I don't think try and convince yourself it's not different and convince yourself it's not a big deal, but just kind of accept it and say, hey, listen, I'm going to be juiced. I'm going to be nervous. And then uh, usually when the ball gets tipped up after all that, you're just playing and you just go. But I wouldn't be surprised if BYU struggles the first few minutes because just of all the emotions and the the national TV and the 20,000 people here, and uh, it's going to be natural. So if they they can limit however much that affects them, uh, that'll be a real benefit. They're they're not going to be able to just eliminate it altogether, but just try and get through it quickly and just get in to the regular course of the game and play your game. I want to. I want you to give your thoughts on these seniors who are going to be playing their last game. And there are more than it seems like it's been like been like in a long time. And so, j- just quick thoughts on each one of these guys. I kind of gave some uh, right before we came to you. What are your What are some of your thoughts on Yoli and uh, and the rest of the guys too? I'm gonna I'm gonna start you know from from the bottom I guess so to speak Evan Troy and Taylor Mon and and I, I don't want to discount the, the contribution those kind of guys make you know walk on type guys that don't get a lot of minutes get a little minute here and there but are there every day at practice working hard and their job is to get guys better and so the, the, when they when they get in games like this they're prepared and uh, those two guys are just awesome guys Taylor and and Evan. Uh, so I didn't want to skip them, but then you got uh, Zach Selyus. I mean, I just loved watching him. What a unique individual! I love his, just I love that he's different. You know, I, that's refreshing to me. And seeing it get him get so fired up on defense and how hard he plays, I just love that. I mean, just it totally endeared him to me, and I think to most BOU fans. I'm gonna miss Zach. He's he's been an exciting player and he's hit big shots, and uh, he'll, I think he'll be a big factor in what BOU does here going forward. But then, of course. 
you know that those three guys. Of course, Dalton. Dalton. Yeah, you know, he's, he's actually warming up here, but he won't play. But it's good to see him kind of recovering, hopefully quickly. And such. You know, we've talked about him at Dossium past couple days because of, he's been out how important he is to this team and and i've known him since he was born you know i played with his father kevin and his, his mom stephanie and they're just awesome people they're the best and dalton is just the greatest guy you'll ever meet so hopefully he gets back soon uh yoli tj jake i mean wow you get three guys like that in your starting lineup three seniors that are that good all you know around two thousand point guys and the way they play, and it's just been a real thrill to watch those three guys. And this will be a year I'll always remember because of that. All those seniors. I mean, if you want to have a good team in college basketball nowadays, and you're not Duke or Kansas, you know, you need to have seniors leadership. That's how you. That's the equalizer in today's game. You don't get the five-star All-American kids uh, that are only going to stay a year. You get guys that develop themselves and and have stuck around. That's what I love about these guys. They've stuck around at BYU and said, I'm committed to this program and making BYU good. And, and now, finally, when you have guys stick around and they're seniors, that's really when you can have a great team and BYU's on their way. Mark, uh, I know that you and Greg will give great analysis of uh, this team that BYU is going to play tonight. But uh, in about 20 seconds or less, we need to do the Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and Orem keys to the game. They're in Orem, and they proudly present the keys of the game. Mark, what are your keys to tonight's game? Well, in order to beat a team like Gonzaga, you need two of those three guys I just mentioned to play great. Yoli has to play great. He has to be above 20 points, 10 rebounds. And then either TJ or Jake has to be above 20 points. I think if you get two of those three playing well at home, you've got a great chance even against a great team like Gonzaga. Mark, it was great talking to you. We'll talk to you again next week when BYU plays at Pepperdine. Thanks a lot. Hey, thanks, Cleon. See ya. Talk to you later. After a quick timeout, we'll look at some other scores in college hoops. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Cleon Wall. All right, welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live. We're getting you ready for BYU and Gonzaga. You can always tweet at me during the game. It's at KSL Cleon. That's at KSL Cleon. A few college basketball scores that we want to pass along your way, especially the top 25 games that are going on right now. UNLV is beating fourth-ranked San Diego 56-46 with about four and a half minutes left to go in that game. San Diego State, of course, the last undefeated team in the nation right now. Sixth-ranked Duke is beating Virginia Tech 61-33 to right now, about 14 and a half minutes left to go in that game. And as we said before, third-ranked Kansas beat number one Baylor 64-61. to That's going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. We got more coming up next with Greg Rebell and Mark Durant over at the Marriott Center. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the BYU Radio Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, Mountain America's cash bonus on balance transfers. Now, let's head back to the MoBetta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Grubel. Hello and good evening, Cougar basketball fans, and welcome back courtside inside the Marriott Center in Provo, Utah, as tonight, for the first time in nine years, 
ranked teams square off in Provo. It is number 23, BYU hosting number 2, Gonzaga. The Cougars playing to extend a seven-game win streak, while at the same time trying to halt a six-game skid against the Zags. I'm Greg Rubel. On tonight's play-by-play call, joined courtside by my longtime color commentary colleague and beloved former BYU Ironman, Mark Durant. And, uh, Mark, if there was ever a way to illustrate the resounding success that has already been Mark Pope's first season as BYU head coach, this is it. Sold-out Marriott Center. Top 25 team hosting top five Gonzaga. Both teams projected for the NCAA tournament. And to top it off, it is senior night in front of a national TV audience. BYU basketball deservedly basking in the spotlight tonight. Well, as my old friend and coach Tony Engel used to say, get your feet off the table, Mabel. Give the cheese a chance to stink. This is big-time stuff right here, baby. This is what it's all about. You cannot find a better college environment in the country. 20,000 people. You got the rock filled up hours before camping out for days. You got one of the top teams in the country in Gonzaga. What a great opportunity. I'm excited for the guys, senior night and all those things. But listen, BYU's got to play better than they have against Kansas, San Diego State, Gonzaga. Three of the top four teams in the country. They lost all of them. Lost all of them without Yoli. Let's look at the numbers. Gonzaga 6 for 20 from 3. Kansas 9 for 33 from 3. San Diego State 8 for 24 from 3. This is from the best shooting three-point team in the country. Not good enough. Got out-rebounded by 16 against Gonzaga. 3 from Kansas. 16 against SDSU. On the offensive boards, 8, 4, and 11. Those numbers cannot happen in this game. In order to beat the great teams, you have to play great. And here's a great chance in the Merritt Center playing Gonzaga. Go get it done. Get a big W, and we'll celebrate in a couple hours. That's Mark Durant. Mark Pope is coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. For the first time since January 26, 2011, ranked BYU hosting a ranked opponent at the Marriott Center. The opponent for the number 23 Cougars is the number two Gonzaga Bulldogs. Zags looking for a sixth straight win in the Marriott Center and a seventh win in a row overall against BYU. The Zags also playing to secure an outright regular season WCC championship. Gonzaga clinching no worse than a share of the title with their home win over USF two nights ago. BYU's home win over Santa Clara secured no worse than a third place finish and three seed in Vegas. A win tonight would lock down no worse than second place place and all but nailed down the two seed at the conference tournament tonight's game comes five weeks after BYU's 23 point loss at Gonzaga and in our pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope brought to you by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk Zions Bank is for you coach Pope talks about what has to change for the Cougs to turn the tables and get some payback in Provo well we came back from that game uh feeling like we needed to grow in some areas um, you know, on the offensive end, uh, it's it's really interesting. I got up this morning early and watched last year's game here against um, against the Zags, and then I also uh, mistakenly finally got to Gonzaga at St. Mary's this year, and both games were thirty point blowouts, and uh, they could be <laughs> feel really defeating. Um, but both teams on offense, BYU here last year and St. Mary's at their place, they ended up spending. 
80% of the game just playing ISO basketball, and, and the Zags have a magical way of just getting you to hold the ball. Sometimes it's the switches. Sometimes it's the hard shows. Sometimes it's the pace of the game. Sometimes it's your – everybody has to have such intense focus on the transition defensive game, trying to slow that out, them down in transition and the, re, and the rebounding game. But if on the offensive end of the floor, if we can't move the ball and play the pop rule and make simple plays and play with pace and cut hard and catch first – if we can't work hard to get a great shot instead of selling for hard shots, if we can't do those things, it's going to be a really hard night for us. And so we did not do that well at their place. We had a handful of possessions where we really forced ourselves to move the ball and actually things broke open a little bit later in the shot clock. By no means do we want to slow down on the offensive end. We need to speed up. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing we'd like to change. Uh, you know, we, we did a nice job in the first game in transition defense in the first half. For the last five minutes of the game, man, we got, gave up two threes on offensive rebounds, and it's just—it's one of the massive challenges that Gonzaga presents. It's why they're the top team in the country, is because uh, they hurt you so badly on the glass. And uh, and and then in the second half, uh, ten minutes, eight minutes left, we kind of fell apart for two or three minutes in transition defense, and just that little spell, man, took it from a seven-point game to a sixteen-point game that we can never quite back, get back in. So, the one beautiful thing about these Zags is they give you plenty of things to worry about and so we have a lot of things to cover today and I think the guys are 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 prepared to do it they're locked in and focused on doing it just as a massive chance to do it it's what we live for it's 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 we're really lucky to to have a chance to go fight in this game and and our guys have high expectations of the outcome. Gonzaga is the highest scoring team in the country for a lot of good reasons there's an efficiency to their offense but there's a there's a speed there's a pace to it as well. Their backcourt is so fast I can't tell how many clips I've seen of Woolridge literally getting the ball off a rebound and sprinting with the ball in his hands past nine guys <laughs> all the way to the rim. And it's not because guys aren't running. It's just they have unbelievable speed. And Petrusev uh, at the five, he gets out so quick. Sometimes he actually leaks out a little bit, and he's such a problem. You kind of need two guys to guard both those guys, and then Kispert runs the, la- the lane as hard as anybody in the country. Uh, clearly they're, they're a great team, and, and um, we have to play great to compete with them. Maybe Thursday – illustrates a little bit of, of what makes them so great. They're down 31-22. They win going away, scoring close to a normal number. Yeah, and, and you know, they, they have the ability to do that. You know, we've talked about them before, is they can play a bad game and still win, and, and that's a luxury. Um, there's not a lot of us in college basketball that can do that. Um, but, but um, you know, they're not, they're not infallible. Uh, they have some things that we can attack, and, and we're going to certainly give that a massive shot. We expect this home crowd to be outstanding tonight, and, and all of us together, it's going to be uh, hopefully 18,000 and, and 17 against, against five, and so that's what we're looking forward to tonight. And uh, it goes without saying that uh, the guy you didn't have with you last time that you do have this time should be ideally a difference maker. Yeah, you have to pay attention to Yo. I mean, listen, we have a lot of problems on our team. If I'm watching our film, I, I'm like, I don't know how to guard this T.J. Hawes. I, I don't know how to guard this Yoli Child. Um, you know, there's uh, sometimes with our defensive uh preparation our guys defensive intensity sometimes it makes me nervous playing out of the post in different ways um so there's things that that you know certainly the zags have to consider also as they look into this report it's it's two top 25 teams it should be a great game well things are setting up for a magical night we hope it is just that coach pope thank you for the preview we'll talk to you post game let's go baby all right that is mark pope and tonight's zions bank cougar pregame coaches show title and escrow can be complicated with over 50 years experience in utah provo land title has the expertise to navigate your buying selling or building project provo land title making the complicated easier coming up next it is the byu store cougar tip-off show on the new skin byu sports network
It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Also brought to you by Utah Honda Dealers. Now let's head live to the Mobetta's courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome back inside the Marriott Center for number 23, BYU, and number 2, Gonzaga. BYU, a couple of nice streaks going. Seven straight wins overall, 12 in a row here at the Marriott Center. Zags on some crazy good streaks. 18 straight true away wins, 19 straight victories overall, 39 consecutive conference away wins and 40 straight regular season league wins overall. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you, courtside statistician, BYU 7th all-time leading scorer, Russell Larson. Cleon Wall is our studio host in for Jason Shepard tonight. Our control board operator, Jack Bagley, coordinating producer, Terry South, BYU radio engineer, Barry Squires, and our broadcast interns are Max Clark and Connor Aist coming to you live on the new skin BYU Sports Network tonight. Great to have you with us. Well, the Cougars have put themselves in a great spot. Two games remaining in the regular season. BYU needs only one win to lock down a second-place finish behind Gonzaga, and only one win might be enough to earn the two-seed in the triple bye in Vegas, presuming St. Mary's also loses at least one more time, and the Gales do finish the regular season at Gonzaga. As for BYU's game tonight against the Zags, Mark, a loss would not be fatal to BYU's goals, but a win basically makes BYU a lock in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, lock in the great great win for a great season and all of that stuff but yeah it doesn't hurt them to, I'm more worried about next week at Pepperdine that's the game you really got to win I just want BYU to compete come out play fresh strong go after them be aggressive then we'll see what happens coming up after the break we'll get the Gonzaga perspective from assistant coach Brian Michelson as the BYU store Cougar tip-off show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin BYU Sports Network This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, the BYU's senior night presentations getting underway here at the Marriott Center. Two league games remain for BYU, and the first of two is on tap against the Goliaths from Gonzaga. The Bulldogs coming into tonight's game on a 40-game regular season conference win streak, having already secured no worse than a share of their eighth straight regular season conference crown. In all, the Zags have won 19 of the last 20 WCC titles. But as usual, the visitors from Spokane are playing for more than conference supremacy. The Zags are in contention for another number one seed in the NCAA tournament, an event for which you can pencil Gonzaga in before every season, essentially. The Zags are a college basketball juggernaut. short time ago, I spoke with Zags assistant coach Brian Michelson about an epic setup for what has been a great rivalry over the years. But as many times as BYU and Gonzaga have played, never before have they met as top 25 opponents. 
Yeah, it is. I wasn't uh, aware of that, and uh, obviously they've had so many good teams here, and, and we've had so many great battles with them that I, uh, I always looked at those kind of as top 25 games. So interesting tonight that it's truly the first time on paper. Yeah, because they have had that feel, and certainly there's been vibes like this in the Marriott Center, and you know what you're going to get when you come in here. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I was explaining to some of our younger guys, again, we have so many new guys, what a special place this is to play. I mean, we played Arizona this year, we played at UW, um, and this will be every bit or better than any of those. This is as tough as home places we've ever been to in, in my 20 years that I've been around the program. But whether this year or any of those seasons, there's really nothing Gonzaga hasn't seen, been through, and won through. It's a different group, so you hope that that kind of filters through. But uh, Corey's obviously been here and, and played in this environment, and Killian, but uh, Joel and Philip were, were here last year but really didn't play, and that's the extent of our experience. So you hope that they can build on some of those other venues because, uh, yeah, not a lot of success from our returners here. How do you view the stakes for both teams tonight? Well, you know, it's a, it's a chance for us to continue to work towards that one seed and to continue to work towards a league title. We, we clinched a share, but need another win to wrap that up. Uh, and obviously for BYU, it, it's huge. Uh, you know, a chance for them to really, really lock in an NCAA tournament bid with no questions asked, uh, a chance to guarantee the top two seed and still have a crack at the one seed and, and to continue to move up in their national rankings as they fight for seeding. So it's, uh, you know, it's the two teams that are leading the league, and it's a big one for both sides. After the first game at your place in Spokane, Coach Few said of BYU, that's an NCAA tournament team, despite the fact you won pretty handily. Oh, 100% because they just got better because of Yoli. You know, they, that's the crazy thing I think about this BYU team is even if you take Yoli's games completely out, I think they're still a tournament team. And then, obviously, when you've had him in the lineup, you know, I don't know, it's one or two losses total. So uh, with him, it's an absolute no-brainer. You're probably talking about a mid-single-digit seed. And overall, you're still talking about a team that's a lock. But he's just such a different dynamic. His, uh, his ability to shoot threes, obviously his ability to finish around the rim and the post, he just totally makes it a different group. But like I said, I mean, I think I think their record without Yoli stands on its own. You're talking San Diego State and, uh, you know, us and Kansas and some of the elite, elite teams uh, are, are a few of their only losses. So Thursday, you guys you scored 22 in the first half. You're down nine. Is there a calm or a sense that, you know what, we've been here before, we've had some halftime deficits because the turnaround was as, in a lot of ways, ordinary as it is impressive? Yeah, I thought the guys did a nice job. Again, uh, this team has faced deficits, but but not a ton of them, and they did stay calm. They We made some adjustments, and they kind of got back to who they are, and uh, that, that start was really, really good. I, I thought they set the tone with their effort the first two or three minutes and got us closer where we needed to be effort-wise, and then once we started making shots, it really rolled. Okay, you mentioned the share has already been clinched. How much celebrating at Gonzaga goes on when you clinch a share of a title on, say, Thursday night? Uh, very little. There was about a two-second mention, and I don't even think uh, that registered with the guys. You know, being able to try and clinch one outright uh, is important um, and something that we really strive to do here because it's, uh, you know, kind of our first goal every year, and it's a tough one. It requires winning every night. Every single night you got to come out and take the other team's best shot. Um, you know, whereas as some of these other things, even a conference tournament is a one- or two-game deal. I mean, that's a nine-week deal. So, so the, the share was nice, but, uh, you know, we really need to get one of these next three in and clinch it out, right? Brian, always good to speak with you. We will see you guys in Vegas. Best of luck down the stretch. Yeah, same to you guys. All right, that is Gonzaga assistant coach Brian Michelson leading us into You Be the Judge, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. 
which was the last ranked team that BYU beat. The answer coming up next. This is Senior Night on the New Skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. 23rd ranked BYU, 2nd ranked Gonzaga, tipping it just after the top of the hour here at a sold-out Marriott Center. First up, the answer in tonight's UB the Judge trivia question, brought to you by Legally Mine. What was the last ranked team that BYU beat? Am I, am I crazy to think it was Utah State? Am I crazy? Crazy. Uh, not Houston. Uh, St. Mary's last year. Yeah. St. Mary's. It was happened. Utah State not ranked at point, one point this season, not when we played them? Not, not when BYU played them. Okay. So, yeah, St. Mary's is the answer. It actually was a game in Vegas at the conference tournament back in uh, 2018. The last time BYU beat a ranked team here at the Marriott Center was also St. Mary's back in 2016. Closing segment of the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside. Withdrawn from the floor here at the Marriott Center. BYU and Gonzaga coming up. And Mark a lot gets talked about relative to tonight. We have to reference back to 2011. The last time BYU hosted a ranked team as a ranked team. It was the San Diego State game. Late in that spectacular Jimmermania season of 2010 and 11. And yeah, I, I can compare the two vibes. It's electric. It's a great environment. Coming to a game at the Marriott Center is always special. There's no better environment in all the country. But when you fill this building... And Russ and I played in this building. It is an unbelievably electric feeling as a player. you got to kind of harness it a little bit because you can get out of control. But what a great chance for BYU tonight. Tip-off of BYU and Gonzaga is coming up next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.